Welcome to the podcast. Doesn't have a name yet. It's fine. It's fine. This is Caleb Robinson speaking. I'm with Jack Sor, Jared, and Tyler. And this week, oh, cut it. Okay, cutting it. <laughs> I'm going to announce everything. I'm not going to. I'm not going to streamline anything like well, that. You, you realize that you're. I mean, I'll go ahead. Just, go ahead. You'll have to cut this out later. But nope. Yeah. Go ahead. You. We're going to add the name of the podcast later, so why do you even... No, int- we're not. Oh, God. We're going to introduce it every it's time. It's called the Unnamed Podcast. That's the name of the podcast, the podcast, everybody. The Unnamed Podcast, where every week we talk, talk about... about the Unnamed Soldier. <laughs> <laughs> we, we listen to the full discography of a band or an artist. Or a partial discography. <laughs> or the partial discography, if it's overwhelming. Um, and this week, we listen to none other than The Beatles... We listen to the full, well, most of us all listen to the full 13 album discography. This is going to take a minute, but I'm going to, I'm going to get through all of it. <clears throat> please, please me with the Beatles, a hard day's night, Beatles for sale, help rubber soul revolver, Sergeant Pepper's lonely hearts, blah, blah, blah. Magical mystery tour Beatles or white album, yellow submarine, Abbey road. Let it be. And here we are. Here we are. And how do we feel? Pretty good. Pretty good. I did it in two days. Yeah, you did. It was it <laughs> wow. was truly an impressive feat. I thought he was. I thought you were full of it when you said. That oh no, it. I really did. He okay. So I remember because he stopped at. I, I think you stopped at Revolver on Monday, didn't you? No, it was Sunday night when I got off. Oh no, you're. No, it was Monday because you had Monday and Tuesday. Off. Yes, it was. Well, no, it was, some of it was. Well, was it Sunday night too? No, you started. It was. Okay. It was Monday yeah, it was morning. When I woke I w- up Monday morning, you yes. woke up, and I when I woke up, you were already on with the Beatles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you That's were moving true. along, and then by the end of the night, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure you stopped at Revolver, and then you got through. Yes, all of them the next day. That is true. <laughs> I because re- we were driving, and you had already gotten through everything other than Let It Be. So I skipped ahead and, and allowed it. Like I went ahead and listened to Let It Be early. No, I think that I listened to everything up to Yellow Submarine. And then I had to listen. I listened to Abbey Road and let it be the next day, if I remember right. You, how did you get? I don't even know how much time that would take. Well, I stayed up pretty late. I guess you did because I was, I, I was drinking, <laughs> drinking some beer, eating yeah. some popcorn, and listening to his Beatles beer and, and popcorn. I thought, I thought, is that what it was? On butter, sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I fucked it up. Butter, beer, and Beatles is what you call it. Butter, beer, and Beatles. You said, you cut said, that out. <laughs> nope, we're going to leave it just the way it is. Oh, man. So, okay. I messed it up. <laughs> so, to actually get in, I'll, I'll start off with like my kind of general thoughts, and then you guys can kind of jump in with it. Like, I'll, I'll kind of take over for a second. And if you guys have any thoughts on what I'm saying, then jump in. But I felt like, uh, really, when it came down to it, the first three albums are not the same albums, but are very, very dangerously the same albums. Um, I know. I, I, you can feel differently, I, and we'll talk about it. I feel like they tried something different on Beatles for Sale. That's kind of when they started to try like more of that like folksy, rootsy kind of sound. Um, they kind of went back to their sound a little bit, but it kind of developed on Help, and then everything changed, and then kind of like maintained a different kind of like flow from Rubber Soul on. So you feel differently, Tyler. Go on. Yeah, I think I think the first five albums really i think they're all fairly similar i won't disagree with you on that one but i think i think yeah. going all the way through help it's kind of like that for me with the beatles hard days night beatles for sale and help are all really very similar i think please please me stands out for me as something a little different i think it's because okay. i just hear a lot more of like that era of pop sounds in that one i think mm-hmm. yeah 
And then after that, they really did a lot of like cover fillers oh, in, yeah. in those albums. Also, I think they really like went pretty heavily into the blues based rock of the era feel and sound on the rest of those albums. And I just think that it, they were kind of all flowing as the same type of thing. But I think Please Please Me stood out more to me. I really like that one. I I could see that. The only I think that my big issue with Please Please Me was I think that their lyrical content was just so bare bones at that point in time. It was like every single song was like, I love this girl. I want to hold her hand. I want her to close her eyes and I want to kiss her. And like that was it. That was the whole the whole gimmick that they had for an entire album. And it just didn't feel very varied to me. So it was hard for me to really get into it. Dax, you got any thoughts? Uh, we should go ahead and announce again. I want to. I want to call you out directly because I think that anytime that I think anytime that somebody cheats a week, then it, there should be some kind of like podcast punishment. Ooh, yes, the podcast punishment. Podcast punishment. Um, I, Cody only listened up to Rubber Soul. I was very busy. Oh. I am sorry. Did, did you listen to Rubber Soul though? Did you I, listen I did, to that one? I did listen to Rubber Soul. Did you find there to be a distinct difference between Rubber Soul and the rest of their discography? Yes, it was super folksy. Yeah. I, I loved Rubber Soul. Other than Drive My Car, that's a very... That could have been on Please Please Me. Yeah. Wow. yeah it does kind of harken back. That Rubber Soul is... I I agree that that's where everything changed. Oh, yeah. on Rubber Soul. And I do think that you can, like, can hear elements of it on Beatles for Sale. I think that they were kind of like they wanted to do something a little bit more like with that sound, but I don't think that they really knew how to do it yet. And I, that's, I think that's why it's one of their least successful, not their least successful, but one of their least successful albums of their whole discography. It's just cause they were experimenting with something that they didn't know how to do. Um, do we have any other, like, cause when it comes to the first albums, I just don't want to spend like, cause we've got 13 albums to get through. We got, we got, how do like, they make so many albums? Well, it's like 13 albums in like eight years. That's what's crazy to me. Is that's too many. They went fast, man. That's way too many. Their well, they were. Album, their first album was recorded in like a day. Yeah. They, they just went into the studio. By the end of the day, they were done. What I think is really interesting. So do you know the story about uh, Twist and Shout? Ooh, go on. Yeah. So they deliberately recorded Twist and Shout as the last song on that record because they knew that it was going to tear up John Lennon's like vocal cords. Oh, right. And so they waited because that because they were recording all of it in like one big session. And so by the time that they, they knew that if he was going to sing again, then he needed his voice. So they knew they had to save that for the last song. So that's why that song is the last song on the album. I do remember that. Wasn't he sick that day? I don't know that for sure, but I don't not believe you. I think, I'm pretty sure he was. Pretty sure he was. I think that, because go, to go back to your point of the fact that they released so many albums, I think that what's really interesting is that there were... I thought to- Ferris Bueller sang that song. Common misconception. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of, a lot of people... Matthew Broderick? The, oh, God, I hate Whichever that one. No, I think his name's Ferris Bueller. I think you're right. It was, he, he, had had a, he had a day off. Yeah. And he twisted he worked, and he shouted. He worked eight days a week, and then he finally got a day off. <laughs> that was a good a way to tie the two together. That was, that was good. But I think the thing that's really interesting is that between Please Please Me and Rubber Soul, there were, that was a total of six albums. It was three years. That was two albums a year, and that is such a completely unknown thing to us now. There'd never be... I know that like this is a really weird like example that has nothing to do with the Beatles, but like King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Brockhampton. Oh, yeah, they released three albums in 2016, and mm. then... I thought it was 17. I know it. Yeah, it was 17. That's right. And then King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard released 
four or five albums. I think four. I think they released four albums in a year, and that was in 2017. So, like, that's and that was unheard of at this point in time. But like, I think the Beatles could have. How did it, it take off. Adele like three years to record hers? You'd have to ask Adele that. She's a slacker. Yeah, I know. She's a huge slacker. If there's anything I know about she Adele. She had writer's block. Hey, Adele, if you're listening, you're a slacker. Don't forget it. Hello, Adele. <laughs> Tyler, you want to talk now? <laughs> That's fair. Since you don't want to spend much time on the first ones, you want to get right into it? Well, okay, song? how much time do we want to... Have we spent a sufficient amount of time on yeah, six albums? We've talked a lot about yep, it. I, yes. I don't... Th- we don't. I don't my really have any more to say. I didn't really like them that much, honestly. No, my answer to how did they record so many of those albums is like I just I just think there's a lot of filler in those albums. Yes. Yeah, and there's a so lot of covers. Like, well, yeah. they didn't really actually. Are, did they write very many of the first like they, few albums? How many did they? When did they start really writing their music? They they started writing like the first album. They wrote like eight out of the like what is it twelve or fourteen? There's fourteen. Yes, mm-hmm. I think they wrote eight songs. Well, then they wrote a lot. They did write a lot, and it was really it came down to mostly Paul and Lennon. The ones they did write were heavily inspired by other songs at the be- especially at the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. Which is, I mean, you can their their influences are littered over their albums because they're doing covers of their influences. Yeah, there's a it, I know that in be. particular, I th- I think it was Beatles for Sale had a lot of covers on it. Which at that point you'd think some, I'm, I'm by the time you get to your song. fourth album, it's time to stop you know, relying on covers so much. You have to kind of, especially when you have such a huge following and you have so much like backing behind you at that point, it's kind of time for you to really work on your own stuff and show who you are as an artist rather than your influences. Looks like Beatles for Sale had six covers. Beatles for Sale did? Yeah. that's. I thought it was quite a few. Mm. Plus the cover of Roll Over Beethoven on With the Beatles mm-hmm. is just terrible. It's awful. It's not great. <laughs> It's so bad. It's not. It's great. so bad. Ooh, you know what? Here, let's let's uh, rather than going in order, I want to ask this question: What is your all-time least favorite Beatles song? Mm. I know what mine is, I and I will it. stand. I will stand by it till the day I die. I've listened to it multiple times this week because I'm I'm trying really hard to find any kind of semblance of enjoyment out of this song, and I just cannot do it. I will come out and say, I hate Yellow Submarine. <laughs> I hate Yellow Submarine so. God damn much! It is such a boring song. I it I gives gives me no pleasure. It gives me no pleasure. Wow, have you no heart? No, I'm a cold hearted man who when, does not want to live on I, a yellow submarine. When I was a youngster, we played that song on kazoos. <laughs> See that that I could get behind. His little kids playing on kazoos. What about me, yeah. Mister Mustard? That's not that's not really that good of a song. <laughs> it's not great. No, me and Mister Mustard. That's part of the um the like the the long finish to Abbey Road, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, and I think that was I think that's pretty universally considered the worst part of. And I think that's where I think Lennon wrote Mean Mister Mustard, if I remember right, and it kind of breaks up the feeling of like the rest of that medley. I wasn't a huge fan of Run For Your Life. Which album was Run For Your Life? Uh, Rubber Soul. Okay. Last song. Okay. That's yeah. the one that was like, I'd rather see you dead, little girl, than to be with another man. <laughs> yeah, you didn't like that Run For Your Life? <laughs> that was a little weird. Oh, Jared, talk about the the Ringo Starr song that we were listening to the other night. What? <laughs> the property one. Oh, I don't remember that very well. I was you know I was drinking. Oh, okay. Well, that kind of <laughs> that that takes away from that. Well, there's a there's a Ringo song. 
uh, Tyler, have you listened to the, um, I don't think actually it's not a compilation album. It's, um, oh, it's the one with him with the roses on the cover. Mm, I don't think I have. I know what you're Stop and smell the roses yeah. is the album, and the first track of the song is we're gonna we're gonna play it actually. It's it's real dated. Oh yeah, I like that the first song that I'm gonna play is actually a Ringo song. Yeah, that's a great idea. One, two, three, four. He's talking about like land. No, he's not talking about land. He's talking about his woman. <laughs> no, I think that's land. I, I, surprisingly, which well, not surprisingly at all. That's a that's a McCartney edition because uh, McCartney wrote a lot of the songs that were on Ringo's albums. Ringo still, yeah. even as a solo artist, did not write a lot of the music. That I saw he did. that. Yeah. Another thing I like about Ringo's uh, discography and solo, he has an album called Ringo the Fourth, and it's his sixth album. <laughs> <laughs> He was never too good at math. Ringo was an anomaly, to say the least. One of my favorite quotes, I don't know if this is real or if this was made up, but it's an interview. They're asking, uh, one of the, I think it's John, who the if Ringo is the best drummer in the world. And John says, he's not even the best drummer in the Beatles. <laughs> I think I that sounds right. Yeah. That sounds about right. I think that speaks more to John than it does to Ringo. That does yeah, kind yeah. of yeah. to John. He's a mean man. Well, I don't know. They were all very like jovial and kind of jokey people in their interviews. So yeah. I could see him saying that and just like kind of ribbing him yeah. and not being yeah. like an actual dick to Ringo. Also, <laughs> also John sucks. You don't like John? Yeah, John's no. pretty bad. That's why it's so unfortunate that you drew the short stick and you have to be him this week. Oh, yeah. We, did, we, we, did, we didn't talk about right. that this, this episode. I'm Ringo. What? What's happening? You remember? I, I'm Ringo. We all have... Yeah, we're, we, we're a beetle. We're all, oh, I don't remember that. Beetle. Did we talk about that last week? Yeah, we did talk about that last oh, week. Man. We're all a beetle, and apparently I'm Lennon because I'm the leader. Oh, which one am I? Dick. Paul? You're George. Oh, yeah. You're yeah George. I, I'm okay with that. I'm cool yeah. with that. I, I, I listened. I did listen to some solo George stuff, and it's pretty good. Did you? It, yeah, well, solo George is good. So I think almost better than Paul. I would. I would say solo, yeah. not as good not as quite, Ringo. Oh, getting there. That's not entirely maybe surprising. The, maybe I mean even better than John. I uh, would say better than John. John so right, so George is the best solo. Stuff, solo. In my Process of elimination here. Did George write most of his music on his solo albums? I assume yes. so. Yes. Because I think. Yeah, I, I think. Uh, Paul's got some pretty good solo work too. I really he's been like a long John solo. He's been around a really long time. Mm-hmm. Paul has. Yeah. It's like over twenty albums. Yeah, it's crazy. I think Lennon yeah, had Wayne, quite a few too. Did yeah. you did have you listened to his stuff like his la- the album that just came out recently? No. no, no. Tyler. Oh man, he's got that song for you. Have you heard that? F U H Y O U. No. Oh, man. Can we hear a little bit of that? Yeah, Caleb will play it. It was uh, written with uh, on, baby, now. Ryan Tedder look at you. from uh, One Republic. Isn't that him? I think that's right. Try to tell the truth. I could stay up half the night. Trying to crack your code. I could stay up half the night. But I'd rather hit the road. On the night.
there you go. I think that you need to start playing the chorus. <laughs> I just, I, I can't. You know what I mean? I mean, if what I had these things timed. You can play some bits if you want to skip in. I mean, it doesn't really matter. I mean, it's too late now. I mean, it didn't I sound like a great song. It did not sound it's like a not, great song. Where do you want to, what do you want me to do here? You want me to skip to a random point and hope I'd that like it sounds you to be like prepared, well? Really. I'd just like you to be prepared. Yeah? Yes, please. Why don't yeah, you get play your, the music, Can't you huh? get your cuts, you know, set out and already split in a 20-second section? You know what? Everything. I want everything to be as natural as possible on this podcast. I want everything to flow the way that it, it has to flow. And You know, if you really care that much, you probably would have named it. We are arguing more than the Beatles towards oh, the end. No. You know this what? Is this good. is this is exactly what we would have expected. This is a long right. and winding road. <laughs> Where's the piece? Did we love, get to guys? everyone's le- least favorite song? Yeah, can we do that? Because then I have another point. Mine. Yeah. Is Wild Honey Pie. Ooh, Wild Honey <laughs> Pie. <laughs> I hate it. Okay. Yeah, this is pretty. That is not pleasant. Can anybody guess what album this is on? I already looked it up. Everybody knows. Everybody. It just sounds very much like something that they would have played on the White Album because they Mm. did so much like weird experimental stuff that they were like, they could have not done a lot of the stuff they did on the White Album when it came down to it. I still really like the White Album because I like that they were experimenting and I can appreciate that. But Jerry, did you say your least favorite? Uh, I mean, I might go Yellow Submarine with you, maybe. Okay. Or I was trying to look up and get something that wasn't yours. Mine, I don't know. Maybe Obladi Oblada. Okay. That's kind of... Really? I mean, yeah, it's fine. It's just not good. It's not a good... I wouldn't call it a good song. I mean, you could go... But it's probably better than something from like sixty three or sixty four. I just They're just think, so bland. Probably in a minor- I think you're in a minority on that, Jared. Probably. What album was Ogle the on? The White. Yeah, it was on the White album. I see some right before Wild Honey Pie. What that. about Doctor Robert? <laughs> That's a fun yeah. That one, wasn't huh? very good either. I'm gonna play a little bit. I like of anyone that has like a, a bizarre name is one that isn't really that good. You ready for Ogle Yes. This. this is a great song. The chorus is, is oh, we'll foul. Okay, the chorus. Here we go. Nope. <laughs> I literally <laughs> cut the whole chorus. <laughs> <laughs> cut that out. Hello. That's kind of catchy. It's just fun. All right, I changed my mind. It's yeah. not. I mean, it's not. Great. It's I not their best mind. song by any means, but it's certainly, I wouldn't say my least favorite because I know what my least favorite is. Speaking of this it's, song, I like how I made a whole list of my favorite songs from each album and then you asked me my least favorite. That's <laughs> We're really starting with that. We'll get there. <laughs> this song. That's what I like. We got plenty of time. If I could have been prepared. So you guys know the, the Offspring song that is just this song? Which, uh, which one? Why don't you get a job? Yes. Yeah. Is that stolen? Is that an homage? What What is that? Oh, that's a good question. Um, Can you play just the chorus of that? So just the chorus of the, oh, the luck with that. song? Yes. My friend's got a girlfriend and he hates that. But she wants Martinero just home. Well, my friend, right. you gotta say, I won't pay my money. Oh, bloody, uh, 
Life goes on. Life goes on. Yeah. From Wikipedia. The song drew attention for its close similarity to the song Obladi Oblada, as multiple music writers pointed out that the melody sounded exactly like the Beatles' 1968 release from the White Album. <laughs> You're right. Well, there you go. You called it. Everybody else noticed it too. Did they get in trouble for that, or did no, it just go away? I don't see anything. Nah. The think, offspring don't get in trouble. I think oh, that the boy. Beatles should have gotten in trouble for yeah. taking that that amazing song that the offspring had not written like yet at that time. They've taken Agreed. some other songs, but that that's another episode. You don't want to talk about that? Oh, we can another episode. I'll save it. <laughs> what episode would we talk about the Beatles again and then just talk about the songs that they stole? No, no, the offspring. Stuff. Oh, the offspring. I thought you were saying that the Beatles stole stuff. I was like, go oh, they on. They did too. Well, they, that... they took some stuff from Chuck Berry. Yeah. Uh, oh, I made a list. Oh, did you make a list? That is well, they, they, at all. of course they were uh, the Beatles. I mean, initially when they were in, they were in Germany for a while before getting discovered and all that. And they they were heavily influenced by the fifties era. Mm-hmm. Yep. American rock music. So, right. I mean, they, they loved, they were uh, influenced by Elvis. They and all loved that. rock that and sound. roll. I mean, that was their sound before they, before Please Please Me, their sound was like American rock type stuff. It wasn't the right rip hop type thing. And I think that uh, you have to give them a little bit of credit for being, what were they, like 23 years old when they first started on Please Please Me or something like that. And you're not a developed songwriter at that point in time. And so if your songs are influenced by your, the people who came before you at that age, that makes perfect sense. It's like, um, the the modern Greta Van Fleet thing where everybody wants to give them shit for sounding like Zeppelin. It's kind of their influence. I'm not comparing the Beatles to Greta Van Fleet, might I be clear, but it's, you know, that's my example. You're trying to, you're trying to get yeah. me on this Greta, Greta Van Fleet rant want, that you're about to lead lead me right into. I, I want it. I want it so bad. Because they, they're bad. They bad. They're not great. I agree. They bad. But they're young. They're that's, the, sucks. that's the thing, though, yeah, is that they, they're really the young. If you watch an interview with them, they're just like, we just took everyone's influences and stuck them together, and it turned out sounding like this. I don't even know why people say it, because I wasn't even really influenced by Led Zeppelin, says the singer, as he talks about well, that's how, a lie. oh, that's my a voice lie. is literally match, you know, just mapped out the exact same. I do all of the same hand movements, and yet I'm not at all influenced by them. I don't even not really listen to them. He not sucks. He's a, He sucks. I hate him. <laughs> And, you know, you can sound all you want like Led Zeppelin, who also stole a bunch of stuff, but you can't even write a song that's as good as anything that they write. Like, it's just, it's bad. Well, how do you find somebody who can write a song as good as Led Zeppelin when they're, like, 20 years old? Led Zeppelin was worse than the Beatles at stealing stuff, though. Oh, they were. They They were. They stole all kinds of stuff. We'll get to that on the Led Zeppelin episode. Oh, believe me, I will. Oh, I know you will. Okay, so I want to make a point that I was going to say is that I think that one of the things, because we were talking about Ringo and we were talking about the fact that he like didn't really write much of his music. Uh, on Ringo, before you move on from that, uh, yes. have you seen his art? No. It, it's like ringostarart.com. If you get a chance, you should look at it. It is amazing. It's all like Microsoft Paint, like weird faces. It's really abstract and bad. Most of the like paintings are called like man with hat or something. So our, is it like, our first sponsor George, for this episode is George Ringo's, Bush. Ringo's star art worse than worse than that. Oh, can, can you look it up so I'm we can describe it? Right it? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm there. Ooh, 2017's got some great stuff. If I didn't, I'm, I'll say it again. Our first sponsor on this podcast, Ringo star art. Um, the octopus's garden. It's only check out dollars. Check out Ringo star My personal favorite is your baby. Yeah, that's pretty bad. I'm not sure what year. 
It is. Uh, oh, I see. It's 2005. 2005. Man, I got to keep go trying, Ringo. It's a beauty. We're here for you. Was that his first year? Oh, that was his first year. So while you guys, that was his, that was his year while you guys of, make this a really visual thing, I'm going to go ahead and keep talking about the thing that I was talking about before. He Cody took a year him. break from 0507. Um, I think it's interesting that like Harrison's songwriting really started to develop later in his career as compared to like Lynn <laughs> and McCartney. Who Bad finger. Did you see this? Oh my God. <laughs> he's got one where he's trying to get somebody to pull his finger. It's pretty bad. Looks I'm like Trump done. too. I'm done. You, got, it, you guys, this is your podcast now. I'm just going to sit here and let you guys talk about art, which people can't see. They can look it up. This is yeah, I'm sure that the first thing that they're going to do while they're listening to this podcast is they're going to look at driving. all this stupid, yeah, yeah, all this stupid exactly. Ringo art They should I try and center this damn podcast. It's the most important thing about the Beatles. Go ahead. No, that's it's finished. yours. Your baby. Nope, go ahead. Your baby. That's it. <laughs> and by the way, your baby is $3,800. So, uh, birthday, Caleb. So what is he? My birthday. Does he just like, how do you get this art? I mean, he's not going to paint it for you again. He'll no, just, it's a PDF. Yeah, it's a, he'll print it it's out. It's a PDF that he emails directly to you. For real? Oh, man. Does he at least <laughs> sign it? <laughs> it gives you, I, no, you know what? Here's If we're going to talk about Ringo. Print permissions. Give me one second here. I'm going to talk about Ringo for a second. Did you see that video a couple years ago where he made a, a YouTube video and was like, Please stop sending me fan mail. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. How do, how peace and love, we, peace and love. <laughs> peace and love. But please yeah. stop sending me mail. I refuse they, to res- I will not respond to it. Right. I refuse it exactly to respond like to the it fan mail. <laughs> peace and love, peace and love. <laughs> peace and love. Stop sending fan mail. I don't know. I, the email, it's overloaded. I can't. I don't know. That's exactly how it goes. I've that, seen it. That's spot on. Hmm, Jared. I don't. This is t- two weeks in a row where you're not on the same page with. Oh, I'm not here. Don't worry about me. Yeah, he went. He Thanks went. He left. Talk about. I, right, went, I went and got a beer we... while you guys kept talking about Ringo. You don't have a beer. Show. You're lying. <laughs> oh, you do have one. Okay. <laughs> We're just in the Ringo quarter. Did you? It's, um, like, eras. it's like podcast. Have you seen that video eras. where um, Ringo? You got. You guys do your thing. I'm where just here Ringo, drinking my beer. Where Ringo Starr uh, refuses to read fan mail anymore. <laughs> he made this YouTube video. And he was like, "Peace and love, peace and love," but please. Don't send me any more fan mail. Can can you look up the audio of just that? Yeah, we want to hear that. Peace and love. Just type in Ringo Starr fan mail. I really don't want to, but... Oh, man. This is your podcast. Yeah, why don't you do a a solo podcast if you hate that so much? (laughs) You knew we'd go off the rails. We did last week. And you're like, all right. I tried to bring us back, and you wouldn't let me. Buckle up. We got 13 albums to listen to, but... Don't have any fun talking about it. This is a serious message to everybody watching my <laughs> update right now. Peace and love. Peace and love. I want to tell you, please, after the 20th of October, do not send fan mail to any address that you have. Nothing will be signed after the 20th of October. If that has a date on the envelope, it's going to be tossed. I'm warning you with peace and love, but I have too much to do. So no more fan mail. Thank you. Thank you. And no objects to be signed. Nothing. Uh, Anyway, peace and love, peace and love. I'm warning you with peace and love, peace and love. (laughs) That's the worst video I've seen in a long time. Could you hear that, Tyler? Yeah, I heard it. Okay, good. You just couldn't see it. You're not here. Well, which I is going to be all of our listeners. It, so. Hope you enjoyed listening. I mean, really, the only thing that's There's happening no is he's visual. looking. He's, he's just sitting there. He's yeah. just sitting there doing a peace sign with his stoic look. 
<laughs> I mean, he's 70 years old. Of course he'd be mad about getting mail. I mean, he's been responding to it for the last 50 years. That's true. What if somebody buys his, uh, his art and they send it in to get signed? Do you think he'd do it? No. no. Peace of love. No more. Before he gives it to them. Oh, I hope so. Are we ready to send this back? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to go back to what I was trying to say. Okay. So I think it's interesting that George Harrison kind of learned to become like a better songwriter over the years, and Ringo really never did. And yes, we are still talking about Ringo. <laughs> he tries. But, he really but, does you know, try. He only wrote two of their songs. He sounds like his name is a rock star name, though, so he gets a pass. Yeah, like he. It's just interesting that Ringo, because like there's a. I was talking about this last night. So Ringo has a song on his uh, album Ringo, where he's kind of it has a verse, and each verse is about each one of the other Beatles, and he's basically saying like, "Hey, you remember your old friend Ringo? Don't you want to come play music with your old friend Ringo?" And it's like, of course, Ringo at like in like 74 would still want to be doing the Beatles because what else would Ringo ever have other than the Beatles? You know what they really need to do? They need hmm. to get the band back together. Get the band back together. But here's what I want. I want just the two of them. I want it to be called the Beatles All-Star Band. I want Paul. Yeah. I want Ringo. Yeah. I want Danny, George Harrison's son, and I okay. want both of the two linens that are alive. And you know what? Let's throw Yoko in there, too. Come on in. Definitely Who wouldn't want to see that? I'd watch that. I would, too. Because uh, last year, um, George's son put out his debut album, and it's like kind of like electronic music. And yeah, I have not listened to it yet. I mean, I, I started like one track, and I haven't listened to the whole album yet. But he got pretty good reviews. But he's like 38, so it's kind of weird like to make your debut debut album at 38 years old when you're the son of George Harrison. Like, right. what are you waiting for? You could have done this a long time ago and people would have listened and you would have cut a, you could have like a career. But like, um, you could have rode those coaches. Julian Lennon is, has done some stuff and then, uh, what's the other son's name? Anybody know? No, I don't. No. I don't no. know. Mm-hmm. All right, well. Moving on. So I know you wanted to ask, uh, or you wanted this question. Do we want to do everybody's favorite songs from each album, or do we want to to talk more about... Because we really haven't talked a whole lot about any of the albums past Rubber Soul. We haven't talked about Revolver, Sgt. Pepper's, Magical Mystery Tour. We've touched on the White Album. A little bit we of need submarine. to talk Can about we? how bad Yellow Submarine is at some point. Can we do... All right, hey, favorite Ringo song, go. <laughs> Octopus's Garden. <laughs> yeah, that's mine. Yeah, it has to be, yeah. You've got two options. I do like that song. That's the better one. He has like one song every album, doesn't he? He sings one song every album. He did not write all those songs. Like he didn't write Yellow Submarine. He just sang Yellow Submarine. Oh. He didn't write that sweet riff in Octopus's Garden. Well, the funny thing is, is that the the other Beatles knew how to write a Ringo song, and Ringo couldn't learn how to write a Ringo song. That's true. (laughs) I really, I didn't know this episode was going to be shitting on Ringo, but I'm doing it. That's that's why they just wrote it. That's what our podcast is going to be called. Okay, new podcast (laughs) name, Shitting on Ringo. I like it. I like the idea of us not having a podcast name and just coming up with fun new podcast names every single week. Every episode. It's just going to be called The Pod. It's just going to be called The Podcast, and then each time we think of the name within the episode. At this rate, Good Band, Bad Band is going to be the main podcast. This is just a bonus episode. If we didn't mention our other podcast, Good Band, Bad Band, you should listen to that podcast as well. All right. I'm down to do a favorite on each album and just run through the first five really quickly. Run through the first five really quickly? That's a good idea. Okay, let's do it. So everybody go on Please Please Me. I saw her standing there. 
Misery, which is not a very well-respected song by them, but I like That's that it a, has. I like that song. I like that it has anything to do with anything else other than love. Cody, go. Love me do, because it has to do yeah. with love. Of course. Love Me Do is really, that's one of my favorites. I love the harmonica in it, but I also like uh, Anna, Go To Him. Okay. Yeah. A lot. That's a pretty good one. So nobody, uh, the one about The Secret, I don't remember the name of it. I th- oh, that's a good one too. Okay. You Want No Secret? Yeah, You Want No Secret. Thank you. That was like third on my list. I love that, the little guitar part in it. Yeah. I like that one as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go on to, because we're going to move this real fast. Let's move on to With The Beatles. Mine is, which again, should not be surprising, Money, that's what I want. I like that song a lot. <laughs> that is good. That's probably their best cover. I liked uh, Please, Mr. Postman. Ah, oh, I was going to say that. All My Loving. All right. So moving on to Hard Day's Night. Jared, go first. Can't Buy Me Love. Same. Can't Buy Me Love. It's a good song. That's a good song. Why was Things We Said Today? Oh, boy. I want to be different. Be different. Oh, boy. Can't Buy Me Love. You're different. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Moving on. Beatles for sale. Go. Eight days a week. Same. That's entirely fair. I love the hooks. Like it's a really good. All of these songs that are my favorite. It's or not all of them. The majority of my songs that are my favorites are because of the hooks for sure. I like no reply. That's a good one. Okay. Um, No reply. I I believe that's the one that sounds a lot like what's new Scooby Doo. Oh, you want to talk about that? That might be why I like it. Can Ringo should have wrote that yeah. song. Okay, can so. we do a little clip of those? Okay, okay so we want to start with <laughs> you get it because he's not going to reply to any mail. Anybody? Uh, Hello, peace and love. <laughs> start with Scooby Doo. Okay, have you heard this, Tyler? I have. I'm I'm listening to it now. What's I'm sorry. All right, go to no reply. This happened once before. It gets me every time. That's all I could think of when I heard that. That's entirely fair. And that would be a good reason for that to be your favorite song. Okay. Uh, help. Favorite song on Help. Ticket to Ride. I've Just Seen a Face. Same. Which one? I've Just Seen a Face. It's a good song. Mine was Ticket to Ride. Oh, oh man. <laughs> you know, it's, ba- it's they wrote that song based on the board game. Did they? Yeah, they no, did. They did. did. Yeah, that's true. Great game. Great they game. love railroads. Other sponsor for the podcast, Ticket to Ride. Buy that at your local Target and Walmart. Is that fun? Is that, is that fun? To, is that fun to have? I uh, like that. I'm, I'm into it. Okay, cool. <laughs> Just making sure. Oh, uh, I don't. Okay, what was favorite song on Rubber Soul? I'm looking through you. This is a really yes. tough one for That's me. That's mine. Norwegian I'm looking wood. through you is really good. That's I my think mine two. is Norwegian wood as well. That's my number one. So everybody's is Norwegian wood except for mine. Norwegian wood, it's really good. I'm looking through you though is also very good. That's a good hook good too. That's a like I don't know. I, I was like, hey, that's a really good song when I was listening to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So People we have think- gotten through all the albums that we've talked about. So do we want to have do we have any specific thoughts about the other albums at this point in time before the ones we, we haven't can- talked about it or we have? We have well, we haven't really talked about Revolver or Sgt. Peppers or Magical Mystery Tour or Yellow Submarine, Abbey Road or Let It Be. I don't know. But Rubber Soul is just so good. I agree that Rubber Soul is very good, but I think that this is where they hit their stride, and I think this is where, other than Yellow Submarine, which is a whole other story on its own part. Yeah, I didn't I didn't listen to that. that one. You just skipped Yellow Submarine? I did. I, I it's to just it. all musical. It's all movie music. Well, it's no, okay. the first six songs are songs that they put for that 
soundtrack, right, but they were, and then the rest of it's the like compositions. <clears throat> but they didn't record right. new songs. They had two songs from previous albums. They had four right. songs that they had released that were like within the vault, meaning that they were songs that they were like, well, this song isn't really good enough to put onto an album, so you can take these and put them in your stupid movie, and then the exactly. rest is just musical music. It's terrible. It's an awful, awful yeah. album. It's bad. They knew what they were doing. They knew they weren't making a good album with Yellow Submarine. They didn't care. It was a contractual obligation. Yes. And I think it was a thing where they meant to release the the movie like three years before or something like that. And there were like like hangups that made it so they couldn't get it out. And by the time that they finally got around to making it, the Beatles were just over it. They didn't want to do it. They weren't interested at all. So that we're done with Yellow Submarine. We're not talking about it anymore. Don't talk about it again. So we haven't talked about Abbey Road, Let It Be, White Album, Magic Mystery Tour. I Okay, so... What I was going to say is is that I know The Rubber Soul was really good, but I feel like every album, aside from Yellow Submarine at that point, was really, really good, but I didn't love Let It Be. I don't know how okay, you guys sound, feel about now the other Now ones. you're pitchforking. I'm pitchforking? Oh, boy. You're pitchforking. How's that? Oh, boy. Rubber Soul up is straight tens until you get to Let It Be, which is like a 9.1. Oh, God. I didn't even look at the pitchfork rating. So, boom. I'm pitchforking. Pitchfork got you again. I hate when I pitchfork. Way to pitchfork all over this thing. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, this is just a pitchfork podcast. Don't don't tell anybody, but we're this is just members of Pitchfork who are trying to put out their own material. Our new sponsor, Pitchfork. Our new sponsor, Pitchfork. Check the website. Check the website for all of your favorite Beatles Right albums. after you buy Ringo's art. <laughs> Peace and love. I, I like the revolver, but I don't. It, I couldn't find a favorite song on it, for instance. I don't know. Oh, I'm I don't sorry. Really, I didn't really like uh, Revolver that much, honestly. Revolver no. was not my favorite album by them, but it has my favorite song by them. Period. Which is? What do you think? Yellow Submarine. Of course. You got it. No, it has my... That's the funny thing, is that mm-hmm. Revolver has my, my favorite song from them, and it has my least favorite song from them, which is like a very strange... Thing, but I'm gonna I'm gonna play my favorite one really. It's Doctor Robert, isn't it? What a good song! It is a great. That song. is good. It's that, a great song. That's, that was my number one from that album too. Was it? Yeah, I think it's everyone's Yeet. probably. I just I don't think that I can find a song that's comparably as good, and because it has such an interesting story, it has such a well structured lyrical like content. It's very well mastered. It's just a damn good song. I just can't it find it. I can't find I can't find a Beatles song that I like better than Eleanor Rigby. Mm. That's where I stand. And then I can't find a song I like less than Yellow uh, Submarine. I thought we were done talking about this. Never! I'm never done talking about Yellow no. Submarine, the song. I also hate that song, but for a different reason. Why do you hate that song? I think song? musically, it's just meh. It's all right. It's not that bad. But I drive a yellow car. Every drive through I've ever gone to, the person like giving me my food is like, oh, you're driving up in a Yellow Submarine. Ha. Huh. Yeah, that, that's it. I bet you laugh every time. Every too. time. Every it's single hilarious. Just, you, next time you need to just be playing that when you pull up. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> every time you go get food, you have it like prepared <laughs> and ready to go. Okay, so I remember, Jared, you said something to move on from Revolver a little bit, because I guess not everybody loved it, which is totally fine. Uh, didn't you say that you felt that Magical Mystery Tour was just as good as Sgt. Pepper's, if not better? I did say that. I agree I want with you to that. talk about that. I want both of you to talk about that. That is a huge statement, and I love it. I was really mad last year, I guess last year, 
excuse me, being 2017, they released, I told you all I have it, the 50th anniversary Sgt. Peppers, and it was remixed by the son of the guy who mixed it originally, and it was really good. Mm-hmm. Then I was like, oh, and this was, it was earlier in the year, in the spring sometime, I'm like, I wonder if they're going to do it for Magical Mystery Tour or something, do some kind of cool 50th, and uh, they just didn't say anything, and I'm like, you oh. all suck, because I agree with Jared. I think, it's, I think it's just as good. And it has a lot of their well-known songs. Yeah, on it. I mean, I think it really does. I I said better, but I don't. I mean, I don't know. It's kind of whatever, like that statement. But I had I it. I had to say better. I had that um, on vinyl, and I listened to it um, a lot back in you know ten years ago or whatever. I, I liked it. It's one. I, it was like the only Beatles album I owned, so I, I like listen. I enjoyed listening to it. But listening to it again after listening to Sgt. Pepper's. I don't know. I, I, I still like Magical Mystery better. Do you have a favorite track, each of you, that you'd like to play for Magical Mystery Tour? Oh, they're all really good. I, I think, let's see what I wrote. I wrote down Penny Lane for it, which I just, I really like Penny Lane on. But let's have listen to Penny Lane. Penny Lane, there is a barber showing a good track that is a good yeah, track. That, i think when i was young that was always my favorite beatles song too i always loved i am the walrus that's yeah. my pick that's i believe wow. that that was also my pick from the album so we will play. i i enjoy the version done by jim carrey have you ever heard that yes. one? Ooh, let's talk about that a little let's bit. play that one i, I that love one that instead? version also you do not have to play all 30 seconds you can cut a little early i can cut a little early yes not i want it to be in a nice natural place have, if we play like 20 songs is going to be so 10 minutes of music. That's what the podcast is about. We're supposed to talk podcast. about it, not play it every freaking You song. can talk over it if you got something to say. Oh, I don't have nothing to say. You don't have nothing to say? Then Other you, than we're listening to too much music. Okay. You think that we're listening to too much of the Beatles on a podcast about the <laughs> Beatles. I'm, I'm just saying we're playing too many clips. Yeah. And not too many clips, but too long of clips. You think so? Yes. I disagree. Let's talk about it. Coda, let's cut this later. Nope, we're not cutting this. We're talking about this is it. actually pretty fitting for the Beatles because you know Cody all the arguing. Cody, you think too long nice. or too short, or uh, just right? Thirty seconds max. Thirty seconds. Yeah, he max. said max. I did say max. What do you not think, Tyler? Like minimum. What do you think, Tyler? Tyler can't even August, hear it when we mention a song. Just play the whole thing. Just play all of it. Just play the whole <laughs> thing. Okay, there, there we go. All right, so let's listen just, to. Just, I can't actually. Let me see if I can find the Jim Carrey. Play a Hey Jude for me, real quick. All right, we're going to listen to a little bit of Jim Carrey's I Am The Walrus here, and I'm going to play the whole damn song. So far, it all sounds like the same. This sounds like I Actually, Am Walrus. Can you, can you cut in to the meat of it? Get into the like. I can cut into the meat of it. I love that it sounds like a Jim Carrey song. I know. I love it because he's not trying to be the Beatles. He's, he's doing trying his to be thing. Jim Carrey and just having fun. And he's with really it. not doing that over the top of Jim Carrey either. No. Though. Like he's doing a 
pretty tame version. Like he's being respectful, very as, digestible. As yeah, Jim Carrey. It's I I like that cover. It, they did it for something. I don't really know what. I think it was a Beatles like a cover album. Yeah, and they for some reason, which also had come together by Robin Williams. Oh, that's interesting. You want to hear a little bit of that? That's an interesting one. Let's play a little bit of that. Oh, Robin Williams and Bobby McFerrin. Oh. Do you eyeball he wants? Holy roller, he got hair down to his knee. Got to be a joker. He just do what he please. Shh. You can just hear that that is a Robin Williams track right there. I don't remember what album that was, but I remember that our uncle had it in his car and that we listened to it like every once in a while when we were with him. You know, what's interesting about that. um, I'm pretty sure Robin Williams was in Bobby McFerrin's music video for Don't Worry, Be Happy. So it's really interesting that they like that partnership went on to a song together i bet that they like on the set of the music video he was like hey you want to do a beatles song with me that that's what made the whole album i I could be wrong about that i I don't know i'll have to look it up yeah i don't i don't know the answer to that but i wouldn't i i don't not believe you which is going to be one of my phrases for this podcast apparently is that the album with uh uh the guy who killed lennon on the front it's oh, like recreating. Like, uh, oh, I hope not. Recreating Sergeant Pepper. Uh, why would they put him on the cover of that? That's there, there's a tribute. That's album pretty with fucked him up. On the cover. Really? It was really controversial. I have the vinyl. All right. Mm-hmm. I don't not believe you, but I just am very very <laughs> astounded that that's a thing that they would think to put out there. I actually met the guy who did the artwork for that. Oh yeah. He gets death threats when I brought up the album. <laughs> He was legitimately afraid, and he was starting to leave until I told him that I liked the album. Oh, really? Yeah. That's funny. Where'd you uh, find I was it? right about Robin Williams and Bobby McFerrin. Oh, it nice. was called Beatles Songs. Beatles Songs. One word. That's the album? Uh, yes. Interesting. Uh, that has nothing to do with Jim Carrey. <laughs> it has nothing to do with thing. Jim Carrey. Totally different thing. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Anyways, Magical Mystery Tour. I don't disagree. I think that it's probably just as good. I think that there are a lot of really, really good tracks on Magical Mystery Tour, and I think that the thing about Magical Mystery Tour is it's kind of a surprise album where you know that Sgt. Pepper's is, like, such a well... I think it was Rolling Stone's number one album out of, like, like the, the history of ever. Like, because they have their top 500 albums of all time, and I'm pretty sure Sgt. Pepper's is number one. You don't expect an album like Magical Mystery Tour to be at the caliber of what is considered to be one of, if not the best album of all time. Yeah, I just, I don't get it why people, I don't understand uh, the lack of that. Because when you look at the track listing, Magical Mystery Tour has just a way bigger tracks, more bigger tracks than Sgt. Pepper's has in it. It yeah. does. And I, I mean, not that an album is so heavily driven by its singles, but I think that's a telling point of an album is when it has... You know, and when it has mm-hmm. that kind of power that so many songs come out of it. But there really are, there's a couple songs that, like, you know, that got over well from um, Sgt. Pepper's. But I, yeah. I, I do feel like they're, let's see. So you've got Lucy in the Sky. Mm-hmm. We've got a little help, help with the friends. friends. Sgt. Pepper, yep. the lead song. Yeah. And I think that that's. Well, no, being for the benefit of Mr. Kite is relatively well known. Yeah, when I was in a, a, day, in the a life, day in the line. When I'm 64. Right. Okay, so there's a lot of songs on Sgt. Pepper's actually. Somebody, who covered that being for the benefit of Mr. Kite? 
Uh, that, that would be Bono from U2 for Across the Universe. No, no, no. It? In the album we were talking about. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I remember it being. Oh, we're talking weird. about. You want to talk about the Across the Universe movie and it's. No, we do. I don't want to talk about that in any way. You don't want to talk about that in any way. It's, That's because it's so fair. bad. It's, it's just not great. I didn't hate it. I just I, I watched it and I was like, I don't really. I mean, I liked the Beatles. Um, yeah. When I watched that movie in like 2000, what, like Four, eight, five. No, the, that movie came out in 2007. And I probably seven. didn't watch it until 2008. Yeah. But it just like, I don't know. I didn't care that much about I, it. I met a girl well, and that was her favorite movie. I had never seen it. We had uh, our first date, I think, was watching that movie. Yeah. I broke up with her after the date. Really? I did Wise not like choice. that movie. I guess not. Because no, it's bad. It's bad. <laughs> it ruined, They take all of this music and they just ruin it. They just trash it. I, they took they like half the lyrical content of every song out and made other people do it and make it sound like garbage. It sounded like every single song in the movie was the Beatles cover of Roll Over Beethoven. That's, <laughs> that's entirely that's fair. Good, do we have anything else we want to say about Sgt. Pepper's? Yeah, favorite songs? Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, mine is actually really weird. Mine's Within You, Without You. Yeah, that's a great one. Mine's When I'm 64. With a little help from my friends is mine. Mine is Good Morning, Good Morning. Okay. We all have a different one. Well, there's a That's lot of fun. really solid songs. I don't disagree with any. I think uh, this is another one of those albums where, like, you know why I like uh, not a bad song. You know why I pick. like With a Little Help from My Friends so much? Why? The Joe Cocker mm-hmm. version that was the theme song for The Wonder Years. I love that so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. That's fair. It's a good version. His, I love his, his version of any song is great, but Joe that Cocker version, good. I mean, t- I, I feel like I could binge watch The Wonder Years and not skip the intro. And any like a lot of times when you're on Netflix or whatever, you can have it skip the intro, and I wouldn't do it. I just listen to it, like thirty second intro, watch uh, Fred Savage pal around with his friends for a few minutes, and then you know it's pretty cool. Let's play that Joe Cocker version of with a little help from my friends for just a second. <laughs> This is way too long of an intro to this song. I thought it was going to get into it. What would you do if I sang out of tune? Would you stand up and walk out on me? I wish this was a video podcast because Jared is just killing it over here. I don't even want to stop it. I will try not to sing out of key. Oh, baby, how all right, all, right, all yeah, right, yeah, yeah. I was cutting it. I was cutting it. You should have. Was that the Wonder Years part? You should have um, done. That was I it. don't know. Like, I, I don't think that the Wonder Years version Here's has all that, like, that 20 seconds of, of music. The Joe Cocker version is a five minute song, and the chances that I picked out the 30 seconds of the actual, like, well, Wonder I, Years if part, you I'm just, okay. it didn't come it up. Of course, I would have played it if though. it came up, Jared. The chorus is in the, I mean, the chorus is obviously in the intro to. So as long as you hit yeah. that, oh yeah, we got it. You're solid. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. Uh, so did everybody? Okay, just to go back really quickly, did everybody agree on their favorite song for um, Revolver? Is everybody on the Eleanor Rigsby? That's feeling? Rigby. Rigby. I keep Rigsby, Rigsby is our aunt. I I'd keep doing do that. that. I don't know why. I keep, uh, we I have an aunt. Be, yeah, we have an aunt Rigsby, and I keep saying Rigsby because well, I'm, I'm, her last name is Rigsby. Her first name is Rigsby. <laughs> sure, she is her first name Eleanor. No, it's Cheryl. Cher- Cheryl Eleanor Rigsby. <laughs> Anyways, is that everybody's favorite Eleanor Rigby? 
Rigby. Yeah, that's what I wrote down. I think so. Cool. Uh, I didn't really mm-hmm. have a favorite. I wasn't sure, but I would probably end up having to choose that one. I think it probably is the best one on there. Okay. What about Magical Mystery Tour? Magical Mystery Tour for me is Penny Lane. Yeah, he already said that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we talked here? about this one. What I'm just making sure I'm covering everything that we talked about. So, um, calm down. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, I'm calm. Oh, yeah. I'm good. I'm happy. I think the rest of you walrus. Peace and love. Peace and so. love. Peace and love. Peace and love. Just stop sending me mail. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, tr- I'm trying to get through all the albums. Peace you know, and love. I'm just, I'm just trying to get through all the albums. Uh, white album. Did we do magical uh, mystery? Did everyone say I am the walrus? We just, you just got mad at me over this. I didn't. I didn't say I am the walrus, Jared. There you go. What Tyler say? You, <laughs> Tyler. What did you say? You What's just that? got mad at me for this. I know. I, I said Penny Lane. Yeah, you did. You right. just got. Well, I'm mad mixing at me up this. the two albums. I'm mixing up Sergeant Pepper and Magical Mystery. They're both. You just got mad at me. All for right. This. All right. Anyways, white album. White album. So there's a lot. Of, okay. So first thing I'm going to say, and I want to see what happens here. I know Cody has no comment on this. I have heard the album before. Revolution Nine. Of course, you you would choose that. What's no, 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 not song? my favorite song. I'm just asking about it. What are our thoughts on Revolution Nine? I, I like it. I think it's a good song. I have no opinion one way or the other on it. People hate that song. Why do they hate it? I don't it's really have okay. any because it's, it's a mess. There's like it's, 30 it's songs on that album, over. right? There are about thirty, I think twenty-seven. So you think I remember Revolution Nine? Oh uh, yeah, you should remember. Revolution I listened. 9. I listened to thirteen albums in two days. Number nine. I do not number recall nine. any. Number you know nine. Revolution number. Everyone knows Revolution Nine. No, I don't. I don't. Everyone really know. knows. It. Okay, play so, it, I mean, I listen. I listen. Where to do it. I even play? Like, where do I start that album or that song though? You start. Hang on, I'll get you a timing. All right, give me a good timing, and I'll start it right at that point. While you're while you're talking about that, why don't you, Cody? Why don't you tell us your favorite song from that album? From that album, the White Album. Third, you have thirty songs to pick from. I'm also happy with having a side A and a side B favorite. While my guitar gently gently weeps. That's mine. Yeah, it's a good one. You know That's what? Mine. Just don't just don't play it anymore. Too late. Let's just start like right here on Revolution Nine. I'm playing it. Okay, I'll listen. It's. I mean, it sounds like a. It's because it's just a weird sample. It's just eight minutes of just noise. This was eight minutes. Yeah, man, I was really drinking that. Right <laughs> <laughs> just like an experiment in, in stereo, is it not? Which a lot. Yeah. They. You know what? It's something that really actually I got bothered by. I could play this. I could just let this play out, and nobody would even. It's just background sound. Yeah. No. <laughs> It's just interesting, I think. It's it's not... I wouldn't say it's bad. It's just a thing. Well, apparently... So a lot of it has to do... Uh, this is my understanding, is that it was written by Lennon and Yoko together, and it was them kind of experimenting with their sound. And the rest of the Beatles just did not want that song on the album, and eventually it got put on, and they were like... They really regretted the fact that that song got put onto that album. This is what I understand. I could be wrong. Um, but they're... I really th- found it interesting again because I like that they played with so many different sounds, and that was something like they played. It was such an experimental song for this, like the '60s. Like you would have never heard anything like that in the '60s, and so the fact that they tried it was. I think that they're, they, I don't remember who it was, but there's, there's, they were influenced by somebody, and I don't remember who. Um, so there was somebody who was doing it, but it was just so rare and so different for that time and if yeah. people didn't like it then people didn't like it but it was at least cool that they tried 
Yeah, but it's not surprising that people didn't like it, I guess. I mean, it's... Right. I've noticed on... Let's see. I don't know. I think I want to start all, as far back as Revolver even, maybe, but I can't remember mm-hmm. which album it was where I just all of a sudden came to realization that, you know, this their early albums like were still in mono Yeah, in some cases, and then they come into stereo further on through, and they ex- do a lot of experiments, I would say, in stereo mm-hmm. um, in many cases, and I just think it's bad. I, you remember, think it's I can't remember which track I was listening to, but one of the tracks, all of the drums are on the left side. All of them. Oh, really? So the snare, Yeah, the snare is on the left only. Because I was listening, you know, here as I was rushing towards the end, I'm wearing, I'm listening through headphones. Yeah. Uh, over the ear headphones here on my computer. And I'm just like, there's no, there are no drums in the right. So they, you know, once stereo came about, they like did some, you know, a lot of experimenting, just shoved a lot of sounds over to one side mm-hmm. and other sounds over to the other side, you know, and they're known for like a wall sound thing when they're dealing with full spectrum and stuff. So then it's just like a bunch of different noises shoved into each different, you know, the left and the right. It's just not, I don't want, it's not, it's taxing. I guess I could say. I could see that. What do you, what do you think about full specter? Do you have any strong opinions? Yeah. I don't like, I don't like what he did. I like his hair. <laughs> yeah. But I think <laughs> I don't it, like that, that he opinion. murdered that person. That's oh, <laughs> Yeah, that's right. That. The, the murder. <laughs> but I think, what he did, I think, I think what he did in uh, not a, a sponsor on this podcast, Phil Spector. <laughs> right. I think what he did. Was he won't be released from prison. He's 88 years old. Yeah, I think he's I think he's good. He won't be able to hear this at any point. No, I think it was I think it was I think it muddied the sound up. That's why I like Let It Be Naked. They pulled all yeah. that crap out of there. Yeah. And you can actually hear the music. Did he, did Phil Spector do um, Beach Boy stuff, too? Is that right? Or no? I don't know, actually. Not right. not, not like pet sounds. No, no, he did not do no, that. You know. Well, I'm just trying to think of what else he did that would be like comparable. No, no, not comparable, but popular besides the Beatles stuff. I don't, I don't know that he would have. I mean, you would think that somebody who had that kind of backing at that point um, would have, but it's entirely possible that they didn't. While you're looking that, I mean, up. He, d- he did some Harrison stuff. He did Lennon Ono stuff. So he, he did ima- He did ima- He was a co-producer on Imagine. Dance. The- he recorded with the Ronettes was, and the Crystals, like you know, like the R and B girl group stuff. He did stuff with Ike and Tina. So, Dax, your favorite song from White Album was "Guitar Gently Weeps." Mm-hmm. Yes, and that was yours as well, Jared. It is. Tyler, what was yours? Mine. I've got a three-song ranking. Is, is one okay. of them Blackbird? No, Ooh. I like Blackbird. Actually, you do not like not, Blackbird, like, or you do? I do like Blackbird, but it wasn't on my top. Okay. I have "Dear Prudence." Okay. I thought it was a really interesting song. I thought the continuing story of Bungalow Bill was a pretty interesting song. Mm-hmm. Okay. That had some hooky bits, but I think my favorite one was Happiness is a Warm Gun. That's a fair song to pick. Mine is still Helter Skelter. Oh, yeah, that's a really, a good one too. It's a really good heavy linen song, and I, I think that a good heavy linen song is very welcome on their music every once in a while. I, however, am going to play a little bit of While My Guitar Gently Weeps. Did you say it's a linen song? Was that a linen that, that's a McCartney song, isn't it? Helder Skelter? Yeah. Are you sure? Y- yeah, I thought it was too. Is it? He still plays it live, doesn't he? Yeah, look that up. Actually, I, I think I uh, swore that was a Lennon song. That's McCartney. I mean, the, I think, really? I think Charles Manson did it's, that. McCart- yeah, it was Manson who did that. Yeah. It just sounds it sounds like a Lennon song. I, I guess. know McCartney wrote it and it yeah, he was lead vocals too. Okay. It's it's credited it's credited to Lennon McCartney, so what are you gonna do? Like okay. It sounds like a Lennon song. I messed up today. It's written by Paul Lennon. I, I mean can't get Lennon. everything right. <laughs> it's guys. written by McCartney, but it's credited to both. Here's so. a little bit of Walmart Guitar Tony Loops. 
cover up my mistakes with a little bit of Beatles. But I do. Everything naturally ends at 30 seconds. I'm sorry. Can we go into Helter Skelter? Sure. Yeah, of course we can Speak, go into Helter Skelter. Speaking of writers, please. While my guitar gently weeps, just a perfect example of a Harrison song. Yes. I agree. I think that it's not his perfect example, and we'll talk about that here soon. Fine. But I'll play a little bit of Helter Skelter, and then let's we'll transition into what I think is the best example of a Harrison written song. My Sweet Lord. This is this is way McCartney. I guess it is. I'm sorry. This song was inspired by the Who. You heard that? I, I just that's read not, that. That's not entirely surprising. Yeah, uh, McCartney read that the uh, the Who were bragging about releasing the hardest rock song in history. I can see for miles, <laughs> and so they were like. Yeah, not for long, guys. Exactly. I like that. That's a very Beatles thing to do. It really is. Mm -hmm. All right, so let's do a quick transition. You want to try again on what you think is my favorite Harrison written song? On the White Album. No, just in general. All right, give us us an album clue. Album clue? We haven't talked about it yet. I'm trying not (laughs) to look. I think I know. Here Comes the Sun? No. No? No, it's not Here Comes the Sun. It is, in fact, something. I knew you were going to say that. There's a reason. I'm telling you. Okay, so here's here as well. Go ahead and get on my soapbox because I'm going to do it at some point, so I might as well do it now. Abbey Road is nearly a perfect album. I love Abbey Road. I'm a big fan of Abbey Road. My favorite Beatles album. What's everybody's favorite Beatles album out of everything they listen to? Go. Cody, I assume yours is Rubber Soul. <laughs> oh, boy. Go ahead and say it. I don't know. I really like I know. It's hard. Though. It's it's apples to oranges with some of this, because comparing Abbey Road to Please Please Me is is stupid. It yeah. makes no sense. They're two completely yeah, different could, albums. but Still pick a favorite, though. Yeah. Uh, Sergeant Peppers. Sergeant Peppers is your favorite? I think it might be. Okay. I don't know. It's, it's a tough question. Not an easy question. Maybe either Magical Mystery Tour or Let It Be, okay. I guess. Okay. Mine is, Let It Be is, is mine, but naked. I, can, I like the naked version. I don't like the original one as much. Okay. But Rubber cool. Souls is getting to be a second for me. I really like that one. I think, so Abbey Road is my, my, like my absolute favorite, but if I had to pick a second favorite, I think that I'd probably go with, a, a, it's, a, this is unfair, a tie between Magical Mystery Tour and Sgt. Peppers. You got to pick one. No. I guess I could do a three order rank. Yeah, that's that's fair. You can have that. Thank you. Rubber Soul is my number two. <laughs> you just wanted it to not be your number one. What's your okay? What's your least favorite? Not excluding or it definitely excluding Yellow Submarine because everybody should be least favorite is Yellow Submarine. What's your least favorite proper Beatles album? I didn't really get into Revolver at all. It kind of was uh, one. I mean, like the the first four. Mm-hmm. just kind of played and I was just listening 
Yeah. But like everyone's like revolver, revolver. And I was like, I just kind of listened to it and didn't love it. And then we got yeah. on to the good stuff. That's fair. I could see that. I think that my least favorite is probably Beatles for sale, just because I think that that was a transitionary period where they just didn't really know exactly what they were doing. And so, which I've already talked about, I just don't think that it was their best work. I think it was them trying something and it just not working and that's okay, but it just wasn't my favorite. I would say either that or uh, a hard day's night. Okay. Those are probably tied. Tied for you? Yeah. Tyler? I think with the Beatles, probably. Okay. We're a little... I, I, uh, most of it is early, except for Jared, who's around Revolver, which is still kind of early. It's it's really middle road for them, but... Right. but I, um, I'd really like the... I really like the early... The early poppy sound. Do you? But, yeah, I really do. I've always really enjoyed it, but I just don't... I don't know. That album just didn't do it. I also think it's kind of weird. One thing I've always found odd is if you listen to, uh, like the Beatles one, that number one album that they had, that's got like mm-hmm. what, 40 songs on there or something. Yep. 27 songs. You can like listen to those in the order they're in on there. And it just seems like all, it seems like all of those songs that have like the poppiness to them that you think of could almost all be on the same album. Yeah, they really could. And it, yeah, and I think it's really weird that they have these poppy big songs like spread out throughout their discography. I just think it's so weird that Penny Lane is on Magical Mystery Tour. Right. For instance, that's you know, a good, that's a good I, example. It, I've always found it difficult to deal with the fact that those songs were not an, a Beatles era thing, like an era for them, their early pop era, and then into their like a serious experimental era, which is kind of how you can look at their career in a way. And they just were like speckled throughout the, all of them. I find it really odd. Well, it's interesting because what happens is is that like they still kind of have influences of their old music on their later music. Like I feel like Maxwell Silverhammer is not an Abbey Road song, but it, it sounds more it sounds more like a Sgt. Pepper song to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but they still are playing with things that they know worked and still are very Beatles esque kind of sounds, but they are still doing something entirely different. I think that Let It Be is a good example of an album where they really kept to a sound though i think that that album is very much the end of the road you know rock and roll kind of sound that they had yeah and that was well and that was kind of the point of that album too of let it be was let's get back in and do of course it was recorded for a movie of the same title but they got back in yeah and they were supposed to like in a sense return to their roots and create songs that were more based in like some standard rock ideas Mm -hmm. and which is really why when it came, I mean, the story of Let It Be is recorded. It was their second to last album to be recorded. It was recorded before Abbey Road. It was recorded for this uh, movie. And that was the premise was to get back to it. And then by the end of recording, all of them hated each other. They didn't want to see each other and didn't want anything to do with it. And so all of that material just sat with nothing done to it for a while. Then they finally came back in, recorded Abbey Road, released Abbey Road. And then afterwards, they're like, hey, it's kind of a shame that all of this stuff that we recorded for Let It Be is just sitting here and nothing's being done with it. Right. And John's like, hey, Phil, go do something with this, you know, and that and it was actually kind of a, from what I'm understanding when I read about this ideas behind the naked version in 02 was John kind of went behind the back of some of the rest of them was like, OK, here, Phil, do some work of this to make it to where it's listenable because, you know, he thought it wasn't um, and we'll put it out. And so they did. And I mean, it's not but, I mean that I, I'm glad that they did. I think that Abbey Road could have easily been their swan song. I think that the the medley that they have at the end of that album is such a huge testament of like their music. And I feel like I should play part of that medley, but I just don't know what part should I play the end? Just play Uh, the end. Play the last 30 seconds of the end. Okay. Last 30 seconds of the end. Oh wait, the last 30 seconds of the end is leading into her majesty. 
Did you know that? Yeah. Did you do this to me? I did. Oh, you ass. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna start from the beginning of the end. Thanks a lot, Cody. Cody. Dax. I did that on purpose. Dax to you. Cat Dax. just such a good like hard rock sound mm-hmm. that just really gives a good send off to we them. have like three albums left that we need to give our favorite songs it's, by the way oh good. do we i think yes we stopped it um white album yes oh okay so you want to do your favorite song from yellow submarine yeah mine is all you need is love <laughs> that doesn't you can't wow, do that cop out. i can do it i guess all right what what's everybody's favorite song from yellow submarine i abstain I'm going to skip this one. That's fair. I didn't listen to it. All right. Mine's Hey Bulldog. Oh, Hey Bulldog. <laughs> hey Bulldog's not a bad song out of everything. It's the only reason that I like had any kind of semblance of enjoying that album. Everything else was garbage. Garbage. Uh, so let's go ahead. Abbey Road, favorite track. Maxwell Silver Hammer. I doubt Yeah, that's mm. a good one. Mm. All right. Plus, Steve Martin does a version of it in the Sgt. Pepper's movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And it's really good, yeah. It just hurts me. It's just not as good of a song as the rest of that album. And, in fact, I think it's probably my least favorite song on that album. So that it is, hurts that's, a, not, that's not surprising. It hurts a little bit, but it's okay. I, I don't know what it is. That might be my favorite Beatles song. Really? Well, I just love it. In it honor of that, song. let's play a little bit of Maxwell Silver Hammer. was quizzical, studied you know let me i'll skip ahead a little bit and i'll show you why i, I don't love this song that's why that's why you know, uh, it's very do it one more time street. oh that's ringo right there <laughs> oh, Ringo's doing the ding ding. <laughs> oh, of course. He's, he's peace and bang. love. Peace and love. No more ding ding. <laughs> what, what's yours then? Uh, what's yours, Caleb? Uh, I think it's I Want You, She's So Heavy. Yeah, that's mine as well. I really, really like their heavier music. I think that it yeah. like really spoke to like how much they had evolved over their music. And so by the time that I think that they... Yeah, another one that I really enjoy is Because. I think Because is a really, really weird track. Because of the wonderful things he does. I want to play a little bit of Because, actually. Tyler, you tell us your favorite. He just did. He said he agreed with I Want You, She's So Heavy. Pay attention. Be in the moment, man. Here's a little bit of Because. (laughs) While Dax slowly puts on a little bit of chapstick. That's all I can play, apparently. So it's just the beginning. Can only do thirty seconds. It's fine. You hear me told that earlier. I know. That's why I stopped at thirty seconds. I was waiting for them to actually get into the song, but it's a long intro. Before we it's not my fault. Good, Before we get back, yeah. All right. Here, exactly Jared. Jared's up with his favorite. Octopus's Garden's the answer. I Is it really? All right. A little bit of to talk about Octopus's Garden. A little bit of Octopus's it's Garden. It's so good. I mean, it's like, it's stupid, that but guitar, it's great. The guitar riff is really good, though. I like the guitar riff in it. I like silly songs. I, I like silliness. I, I hate the Beatles silly songs. Uh, the, the silly Beatles. songs of Beatles. Is that a Larry? The Beatles. Oh, God, I hate you all. Here's a little bit of Octopus's Garden. Oh, 
like that. I want to get to the actual. Oh, you know, it gets pretty close. In there, I'd but, like yeah. to be under the sea in an octopus's garden in the shade. It's a good song. It's a good song. I don't. That it's not my. It's not my least favorite song of the album. That's for sure. But it's it's a silly one, and it probably is. It, it was a good testament to Ringo's. Peace and love. What he was, peace and love, peace and love. Abbey Road. Um, his his ability to actually like contribute to the band. Sure. And here we are at the end. Let it be favorite song. Go. I've got a feeling's my favorite. All right. Mine is unsurprisingly. Let it be. I'm trying not mm. to say that, but I'm going to say it anyway. Let Do it. it. Be. The long and winding road. That's I like. Oh, that's no. mine. It's not bad either. No, no. The long and winding road. Well, something. Uh, a lot of the songs on that album just felt like a send off. Oh yeah, in a lot of ways. They're yeah, thanks, Phil. They're Thank you, Phil. Thanks, Phil. You did something right other than killing that guy. Ooh, right. No, it was a woman. Look here, oh, I'm Iman that woman. Really Sorry, great as well. I didn't know anything about it. Who listened to that one? What hmm. is it? I mean mine. I mean mine. I listened to the whole mm. thing. Yeah. I mean mine. Also really good. Oh, okay. Okay. I didn't like one after another classic. I didn't like song. Do we want to play the regular version of any of these songs, or do we want to play the naked version of these? Songs? The, the naked, naked version. Naked. Listen, did you all? Who who didn't listen to the naked version? Uh, I think we all listened to the naked version except for Cody. That is true. I, so I listened to it. So did you listen to "Don't Let Me Down"? Yes. Also a really good song that no. wasn't on the original release. You want to play a little bit of "Don't Let Me Down"? I'm down. I would like to hear that. Don't let me down. It is. It's interesting because one of the things that I kind of like thought about with the Beatles recently is the fact that they had so many songs that they didn't put on any of their albums, which Mm -hmm. is such a strange concept that they had 13 albums and still had time to release singles in between. And again, look at like 13 albums in yeah, look at Prince. We're not talking about Prince. We're talking about the Beatles. We're talking about uh, you know how many about songs Lil Wayne's years. recorded. Seven years, thirteen albums, and they were still had time to release singles in between. I also find it crazy. There are artists who've been around for way more than seven years and have accomplished nothing in comparison to a group that was only around for seven goddamn years. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Well, I think crazy. it's. I think you'd be hard pressed to find a group who, over the course of you know three quarters of a decade had as much change in their sound and and dynamics in their music. Right. I would agree with that 100%. So we have actually covered, in an astounding feat, 13 Beatles albums. We did it. Well, I mean, we didn't cover each album, but yeah. We talked about them. talked about every one. I've got a a question. Yeah. Oh, yeah. About your all's thoughts. You, Jared, and Caleb. Cody, you can still contribute if you feel like you have some. Who's you, Jared, and Caleb? Who's the you? <laughs> I meant you, Jared, and Caleb. You, comma. Oh, okay. Uh, so the people who were actually listen to all of the albums. All right, I'll just leave. Yeah, it's really yeah, just for out. the people who listen to the naked version. Okay. What What are your thoughts, comparatively? 
it's hard to say. I think that there is a very distinct difference between the two. And I think that I like the naked version better where I, I think I got an impression from the let it be album that I like was, it was fine, but it didn't stand out like a lot of their other music. But I think if I had listened to the naked version first, I would have had a much better impression of the album. It does sound less cluttered. I guess it mm-hmm. goes together better and all the songs sound better. I don't yeah, know. I'd agree. It takes a lot. They take a lot. I mean, they take out all of that. All, a lot of the post work that just it flows better as well as an album. Mm-hmm. I think so too. I think the track listing is way better. Um, I would not have listened to it had you not recommended me listen. You're like, you're like, this is what I'm going to listen to, and then I was like, ah, I doubt I'll listen to that because I don't think I'm even going to get through all 13 of these albums. And then I did, and then I was like, well, I got time. I'll listen to Naked, and I'll listen to George, and I'll listen to, and he somehow did it in like two days. Yeah. Because I even went back and re-listened to some of it, like I mean, just like stuff I, that I, I think I, mean, I listened was, to Revolver like three times, honestly, because I was trying to figure out where it was. Mm. I was like, other than Eleanor Rigby, I, I just I can't find what it is that was such a huge testament to what made people like really really dig that album as much as their other work. It was good. It's a good album, mm-hmm. better than most people's albums, but just as a Beatles album, it's kind of like I don't I don't know. I just wasn't feeling it the same way that I felt other albums, but. I felt uh, after listening to a couple, I felt like, hey, I'm, I need. I really should take some time to go back and re re listen to and spend some time with a couple of these again. I didn't get a chance to over the course of a week, but right. I know there were definitely a few, like a handful of albums. I was like, I really spend more time with this than just one listen throughout a week. But well, I think that, and this is this is me just kind of shilling out our, our whole concept. I I'm gonna go ahead and take a wild guess and say that none of us have listened to all of the Beatles albums before this week, right? No, like this is just I growing like, up, I. Um, listen to I think the 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 one that he was talking about the compilation that had like twenty seven songs yeah I like bit torrented it back in the day yeah and like picked out my favorite Beatles songs from that compilation we, we don't torn on this podcast by the way no no they're not a they're not a <laughs> we use Spotify our sponsor Spotify listen what is it <laughs> like twenty five dollars a month for all your family hooray Spotify go it's Spotify dot com slash uh, what are we called. <laughs> Uh, I thought I'm it was shitting on Ringo this week. Promo code shitting on Ringo. <laughs> there you go. Peace and love. Spotify. Download Spotify. You get, you get <laughs> you only get 2%. Number 2% yeah. off. It's we pretty it. yeah. hilarious. I've got the I've got hilarious. the weekly uh, Spotify message. The weekly Spotify message? Yeah. Dear Spotify, please stop ruining hidden tracks. (laughs) (laughs) Please make that long, long... Make sure that you get that to Spotify before October 20th. They won't won't respond to you. (laughs) Can can we hear the hidden track on Abbey Road? Oh, yeah. yeah, Majesty? Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. I did like that. That was pretty good. Is it actually hidden, though? Yeah, it is. It is technically... Okay. No, I don't think on Spotify. No, it's it's the next track. It surprisingly is kind of hidden there's at least like a gap in time but it you can play just her majesty and in fact we're going to play her majesty the only song of the beatles we're going to play in its entirety Someday I'm gonna make a mine. Oh yeah, someday I'm gonna make a mine. And that's it. I like that. It's a good. That sounded like uh, 
it could have been the theme song from the Andy Griffith show. Yeah, <laughs> I could like, see I could see, I could see him walking down. I knew that was going to happen. I, you didn't stop me. I paused the, it. No, I it tried to play Are You Experienced by Jimi Hendrix. Fun I fact. know you didn't pause it, though. You let the song end, and then it was trying to find the next, oh, you like this? You must like this. I bet you'd really like to listen to Jimi Hendrix on your Beatles how many, podcast. Hey, how many times did you guys this week listen, listen to this one of these albums and not pay attention, and all of a sudden you've just listened to half of it? About, uh, no, it happened three times, five times, yeah. I think at least. And that I would like the end of the album stopped and I just didn't go and hit the next one yet. And then it played like, uh, the birds. It mm-hmm. played, um, oh, I'm trying to remember everything. I wish I would have like wrote, written them all down. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. it pushed me to Harrison like every time, every um, time, really George Harrison. Yeah, I got pushed. Time? I got pushed. Harrison I didn't get once. put. No, I didn't get any solo stuff. It was all like other bands that like around that time or groups, which or whatever. makes sense as well. Yeah, I like that. I mean, like I even li- I was like, oh, I'll let this play a second. Like I probably listened to at least, you know, like probably five or six additional songs that were not Beatles because I listened to the Beatles. Like, right. <laughs> I'll admit that during one listen to it's just started playing the album that I had just listened to before that album. And I still didn't notice. Oh, wow. In one of those early albums, I think I was listening to Hard Day's Night, and then when it was over, it just started going in with. See, I, again, I, and I was just like, Man, I knew, this is a long one. I knew when the album ended just because I was paying attention to the track listing and stuff. But so I wasn't like, oh, this is definitely the Beatles, and I looked down and it wasn't the Beatles. I didn't do that, but I knew the album ended, and I just like left my phone sitting or That's left fine. It playing or whatever because I, I was it. doing other stuff, and I don't know. It was cool. It was fine for me to listen to like. Something. If you like this, you might like this. I, I like those little suggestions. Yeah. Thank you, Spotify. Thanks, Spotify. We really love you on this podcast. If you don't mind me getting on, we love soapboxes on this podcast. So here's the deal about like that. The issue with with that, um, you might also like thing. Yeah. Is it limits your horizons by a whole lot? So like, if you um, on YouTube, for instance, if you have a YouTube account or whatever, mm-hmm. and you watch videos, it will show you, it will te- like tier the videos that you want to see and only show you those things. Right. So like it, it'll, Oh, you like, if you watch uh, reselling videos or whatever, like yep. I, it'll only show me those or it's like, Oh, you like watching wrestling. Here's this. And here's that. And, and like, if you watch one video on how to like uh, Smith, a metal bar or something weird, that's all it will give you. And I don't like it. it. I once watched one one video about Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. And now every time that I go to my YouTube, it's like, you want to watch reaction videos, right? Where people fail the shiny reactions. And I'm like, please, please leave me alone. I don't want this on my entire page. And it, I don't know. it. And that's it's the same thing with, uh, with other music too. Like, um, What's Spotify, but it's not Spotify. We're Pandora. 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 People like Pandora. Pandora, playlists. not one of our sponsors on this podcast. No, Spotify I, I never. Could, I downloaded it one time, and I just couldn't get into it. I, I don't like. I don't know. I didn't like it. Hey, you want to listen to this channel of this one artist? No, well, let me show you I, everything else that sounds like this like artist. Because what I'm going to do like is, it. is I'm going to find the thing that you like, and I'm going to give you whatever you like for the rest of your life. It's all you I get. Like Go ahead, Pandora Tyler. for a while. I like Pandora for a while. I, I actually found a lot of things, a lot of good things. Uh, yeah. through Pandora in the early, but the early Amazon, years. Amazon is the same way. Um, it will show you things that you might like because you bought one thing and Facebook does that. If you look something up on Amazon or eBay and then you go on your Facebook, it's like, Oh, you might want to buy this. It's like, stop looking at the stuff that I've searched. That is so weird. I once bought something on a website and then it continued to advertise the thing that I bought for like a month. And I was like, I already bought this. You what might do you want, want to buy it again. I sell. You want two? So you want I too. 
I sell stuff on eBay, and it shows me Literally. my own listings on Facebook. Like, oh, you might be interested <laughs> in this. It's like, yeah, I am interested. Somebody else should buy it though, because I'm trying to sell it. That's why can't Facebook you advertise free. to them? But it's I understand why it's doing it because I look it up on my phone. Oh, okay, I got to change this listing. I got to change the price or respond to an offer or whatever, or answer a question about it, or whatever it is. But it's like, why does Facebook have access to my eBay account? It doesn't make any sense. Because you are the product Facebook sells. They sell you to advertisers. That's That's true. That's how they make money. Yeah, but I get that. But it still doesn't make it okay. So the Beatles. Um, So I have one last thing that I want to do on the podcast before we close ourselves out a little bit. What a transition that was. Thank you. I figured that if I just yelled into the microphone that it would really move things on really well. Um, So this is something that I want to make kind of like a consistent thing that we're going to do on the podcast. And it's going to be really easy this first time. I want to compare the artists that we have listened to thus far. So basically all you have to do is tell me which one did you really like listening to more? Modest Mouse or the Beatles? I preferred listening to the Beatles. I know you did. You didn't even listen to all Modest Mouse. That's true. (laughs) Is there any really, I mean, can you really compare the two in any way? That's what I. That's what the. That's what the question is. Jared, Jared and I should start first because we both uh, skimped out on yeah. these first two weeks. Yeah. I also preferred the Beatles. I know I didn't listen to them all. But yeah. I just love the Beatles. I mean, Modest Mouse is great too. The Beatles are just so easy to listen to. You know what I mean? That's entirely fair. There's there's something kind of there's something difficult about listening to a whole Modest Mouse album. Yeah. It's not. It's I not- do see a little bit of comparison with like uh, some good news stuff. Mm-hmm. and like the experimental stuff of the Beatles. There is a bit of a... For instance... Or an intro, anybody? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if we could play or an intro every week for 52 weeks, I would be so happy. And the podcast is over. We already cut. That's it. No, that's not true. Me and Tyler haven't talked about it I yet. I know. I'm sorry. Don't you, don't you take over my show. <laughs> I'm John Lennon. This is my show. God damn it. Yeah, he, well, careful. He's moody. I am moody. Um, He's always been moody. <laughs> Tyler, you have any thoughts on the uh, comparison between Modest Mouse and the Beatles? I, again, I think this will be a little bit more interesting when we get later on, but I like to have, you know, the... I'd like it to stay consistent and to really be thinking about it early on. You want to lay mm-hmm. down the groundwork. Here. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I think you can see, um, especially in like later Modest Mouse, actually when Johnny Marr was working with them too, you, there's a lot of like British pop influences in some of that stuff. Sure. Um, and some of the hooks and things like that. I think you could definitely hear some of that. But I, I think I'd agree with Jared too, that when you look at some of the experimental aspects of it, they both kind of worked with sounds that at the time weren't necessarily things that you would typically hear in music. Right. I think that the one thing that I thought of in terms of those albums, like comparatively speaking, is that Modest Mouse and the Beatles really had a very, very large transitional period in their middle point of their records in that Mm -hmm. the Beatles went from their kind of poppy, Brit poppy fun sound and then turned it into kind of this rock and roll sound where the modest mouse went from like that garagey kind of sound to something a little bit more experimental and folky and strange. I think that they both had a very similar, you know, 
timeline, but I think that their sound was very different. Uh, yeah, but I, I think that we can all agree if we if we're going to rank order all of our favorite artists as we go through this, then I think that obviously the Beatles are over the Modest Mouse for everybody. Yes. I don't know. I like Modest Mouse. I like Modest Mouse more than I like the Beatles, probably. Really? Mm. That's fair. I do. All right. Because I want, Modest Mouse is just is one of my favorite bands. But oh, I, I really like the Beatles. And every time I listen to the Beatles, I'm always reminded of how much I like them. And I always end up liking them more and more each time, too. Like, you know, I've, we've listened this week to the Beatles. Well, I'm going to be listening to them for like three more weeks. Mm. Oh, you think yeah. so? Oh, yeah. I can't not now. I'm feeling pretty hooked. It's it's an interesting feeling to feel like I haven't wanted to stop listening to the Beatles. Like even when I have gotten through the albums and I have a second to listen to something else, I'm like, I could listen to some more Beatles. Exactly. I mean, I I agree as well. Actually, when I was in high school, my buddy had the Beatles rock band video game. Yeah. So I knew a lot. I knew a lot of like various tracks from that. And we, we played that thing all the time. And we I think that he and I probably listened to the Beatles for like six months straight. That's that's a pretty good amount of time. I mean, it's just like, but it gets into your head, you know. And there, there's so yeah. much of it that you can just continually listen to the different little things. And right, I, I there's really, I, you, no matter how many times you listen to an album, I feel like you can go back and listen to those albums. And I think that's really a testament to, mm-hmm. a, as if we needed a whole podcast to suck the dick of the Beatles. Here we are. No, <laughs> there's there's something good about that group that you should listen to. Well, you know, there's a lot of people. I know a lot of people who. Don't like the Beatles. That was me. Unquote, don't like the Beatles for a but long you, time. I don't. I think it's. I think I've said it before to some of those people. Like I think it's really when you get down to it. I think it's almost impossible to say that you don't like them. I think even yeah. if you don't like that type of music that much or this or that, I think there's always something in the thirteen albums and the broad differences in sound that they had that someone can hear and, and would enjoy. You would think so, yeah. Yeah, I think so. it's really difficult not to. And I think it's really difficult to say you don't like them and that you do like any kind of modern rock or rock pop music. Yeah. Yeah. So any any closing thoughts before we wrap up? I think that we've really covered things and I think that I think we should keep track of who our favorite artists are as we go. I think that'd be a fun like you we know, can do that. We can do that. I think it shouldn't be hard. So as of this moment, everybody's got Beatles up over Modest Mouse except for Tyler. Yep. Yes. All right. Well, there we are. We covered the Beatles. I thought we were going to do closing remarks. I, I was asking if there were any. I didn't hear oh, any. I was going to hold on. Do you have some? This is my closing remark. And it probably should have been what I said at the very beginning of this podcast. <laughs> That's a good time. <laughs> That's to what we should. In. Here's what we should do uh, to start out. Um, and we can we can just can you like make this the beginning? No. All right. he could but he won't let's pretend like you made this the beginning here's my like history of the beatles in my in my life oh here we go (laughs) not it's not gonna be this long um so like i liked them when i was younger and then i kind of was like ah they're overrated now after listening to them again i do not think they're overrated i do not think they're the greatest band ever probably like i don't think they're the best just because of the timeline of like from this from the eight years or whatever they were together in the 13 albums. I don't know if you can really consider them the best. Sure. But I did enjoy listening to them this week and I did appreciate them more than I have in a very long time. So that's what I'll say about the Beatles. I would agree with that pretty well. And here's the other thing. And we didn't even talk about this at all. Yeah. But like people, uh, compare the Beatles and the stones a lot. Oh, we'll get there. But, I do not like the Stones as much as I like the Beatles. Well, guess what? I'll, I'll agree with you there. Not not this week, but the week after, we're going to be listening to the Stones. I've never listened to a Rolling Stones album. Well, we're going to. 
but not this next week. Next week, we're going to be talking about Nirvana. We're going to be listening to the three studio albums of Nirvana. Maybe you listen to a little bit of extra stuff in the middle. And then we are going to be talking about, and this is a little bit of a surprise, uh, we're going to be talking about some of our favorite grunge albums. And I think that that is all we got. If I had to, uh, if I had to ask you guys what you think would be the closing song on the uh, podcast, what do you think it would be? Should I just get to it? Yeah, I think you should just do it. No surprises. Let it be. Thanks for listening. We've been talking about the Beatles. We'll see you next week. <laughs>